Ciao e benvenuto a Downtime con John e Emily, il podcast how-to dei fratelli che non sanno nulla. Mi chiamo John Downey. E mi chiamo Emily Downey. And this is, this is a podcast with people who are just like conduits for culture, like people who have just had an expanse of just experience from the world who want to share it. Feel like with every the cell around them every cell in my brain is on fire right now like i am like full of rage and to, nothing more because we're just here to to help everyone become like us like like citizens of the world you know oh my god oh my god because everyone should you know like travel and and, and be aware of things that are happening around the world you know what i mean uh, counterpoint. Uh-huh. Fuck that. Um, Fuck all of that. I mean, no. This is this is America, John. Get with it. Well, I'm like eating I, McDonald's I, breakfast right now. It's, like, it's clearly I am not one of you. It's clearly America. I can tell because I woke up this morning and Mom was like, "Hey, do you want some coffee?" And I was like, "Yeah, I love uh, un cafe." And she handed me like a full cup of coffee, and I was like. I was going to get it. I was asking for an espresso and I get that she didn't get that. But like across the pond, you know, I literally want to kill you right when now. When you like, ask I for think a I have cafe, to, you're, in order you're, to s- you're expecting an espresso. So, yeah, it looks like we got to start over with this one because you are clearly broken. Um, it's it's fine that you don't understand, Emily. You've been in the States for a little while too long at this point. Uh, I see. So my mind has not been opened. Well, enough. no, like you, you, like you went, you spent time in South America. So yeah. you're, you're on, you were on the same page at one point, but you've just, you've been stagnant too long. You know, I think I would normally disagree with you, but I've had a pretty like humbling week as far as my like Spanish speaking skills have gone. Uh-huh. Like I really can't speak it anymore. Really rough. That's pretty like, sad. I was like, wow. I was talking to, uh, I was talking to our housekeeper, and she's like trying to learn English. So we talk to each other, uh-huh. and so like we have like half our conversation in Spanish and half our conversation in English. Right. But we both want it skewed the other way, right? Like I want to speak more Spanish, and she wants to speak more English. Right. So we kind of get into these like speaking wars. But I told her I was like, I promise, I did not used to be this fucking stupid <laughs> like i was pretty stupid in spanish but like not as stupid as i am now i think i might just be getting dumber in general like in english and spanish and, and it, everything just getting dumb you know what and i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's definitely because of the lack of travel you know because mm. like i was over there for i was in italy for i think two weeks i guess and my italian got like pretty good like i was <laughs> I was, ordering, now. I was ordering food <laughs> and like I would they like the group I was with would always tell me to like ask for tables for the group and like to uh, like order breakfast for everybody. And I was just like, I was just really good. John, I literally want to set you on fire right now. Like, I love you and you're my brother, I, but I fucking hate you. You don't need to set me on fire because I am just aflame. Oh, with my God. Just exuding culture. You know how we have like three people that listen to our podcast? Right. Now we have zero. Mom stopped listening? (laughs) She stopped listening um, like right now. Mom, it's okay to turn it off. We still love you. I cannot express how much I missed you. Mm -hmm. And now I just want you to go back. Like I want to return Look, I would go back in a heartbeat. Yeah, I know. No one would complain. I get it. (laughs) I have been here slavishly putting this podcast up every week in your absence. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like people here don't even didn't even know that you were gone. Right. Like they had no idea because I so seamlessly posted those episodes every week. I would say I would say it was a masterful uh job on your part but i did not listen to either of the episodes that aired when i was gone oh my god they were so good though i mean i i heard good things 
We got to start with our marketing appeal. I think it's time we have enough like okay episodes uh-huh. that like there's some that like the audio didn't completely explode on us and those right. we should be like setting forth like that B episode I think is solid and we yeah. should start marketing a little bit more. And I thought like we should probably look to mm-hmm. some other media examples okay. for for marketing, right? Okay. And so what, what's your thought? Well, here's my thought, and it's summertime, mm-hmm. right? And that means all anybody's talking about is the big summer blockbusters. You know, besides besides oh, right. political turmoil and everything being terrible. Right. Just They're just talking people, about those, those amazing pieces of cinema that are going on exactly. right now in, in a mm-hmm. theater near you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So I was thinking, like, just branding in general... Uh-huh. We should do that. We should do um, that. The, like the movie thing. Like make a movie. Yeah, I watched um, a masterpiece of cinema. So while you were away, I was also educating myself culturally. Okay. Because I also traveled. I went to the beautiful, sparkling metropolis of Richmond, Virginia. Oh. Yeah. So don't tell me I'm not well-traveled. I've seen some things now, okay? I'm sure you have. Richmond, Virginia is a a colorful land. Just glistening with hipsters and malt liquor and Mm -hmm. potential. Yeah. Maybe. So while I was there, I partook in some some cinema watching. Not, Not new cinema, but old cinema. Okay. And I came across a masterpiece known as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, the the directed by the, Michael Bay. The, okay, the Michael Bay live action with uh, with Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah, okay. And Will Arnett. Yeah. Well, we did a drinking contest to it, so it was like we had Good. some fun rules. Like That's every time enjoyable. Emily sexualized a character, drink. Okay. And yeah, that was fun. And uh, every time they say Teenage Mutant Ninja or Turtles, drink. <laughs> And um, what was it? Every time, like one of the turtles was like really rapey, he oh, had to drink. We got that's uncomfortable. Ball acid. Well, Michael Bay directed it, John. So I mean, right. like, yeah. So it was. It crossed some some lines a couple of times. I can imagine. But I'm gonna We're tell gonna you have to get the that that full list of rules and and post it online. Yeah, I mean, it's a good game for sure. Yeah. But uh, that film is a journey i can imagine i heard it i i heard uh surprisingly good things about it 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 actually is genuinely good like it's not a good bad movie it is just a good movie and it's really (laughs) amazing (laughs) i stand behind teenage mutant ninja turtles but that's the thing is like i feel the same exact way about transformers 4 did you ever see it which one is that that is the first Transformers movie that has uh, Marky Mark instead of Shia LaBeouf. No, I did not see it. But what I did see the other day with our other brother, Kit, who I keep calling John, by the way, and it's getting really not funny. Um, I get it. You missed me. Yeah. He, he explained it like I, I called him John. He goes, we were in an argument. And he goes, Emily. And I went, John. And he was like. No, I'm not him, Emily. I'll never be him. <laughs> I'll never be who you want me to be. And it was really great. Um, That's pretty good. But uh, we were watching, yes, another Michael Bay masterpiece, which is uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon. The, was that and not? That is number three. Oh, okay. Got it. And it makes... Uh, zero sense. Yeah. Like, no sense. Like, that movie was such... I was might have been a little intoxicated at the time. But I was just going through that movie. Like, I have no earthly idea what's going on. And it struck, it struck me that no one else really must either. Because there is a point where Patrick Dempsey, who is the villain in this film, <laughs> which is like... It's so... It's tragic. But, like... You know, it, these things happen. Yep. You have Enchanted, which like was just everyone was surprised it was good. Yeah. And so Patrick Dempsey was like looking okay, and then just Transformers: Dark of the Moon came in and like oh, plunged right. his this career was into the, the one, abyss. This is the one with the blonde chick instead of Megan yes, Fox. Exactly. Okay. Well, there is a moment where like everything goes to hell, 
And then there's just one shot of Patrick Dempsey in a helicopter. And his only line in this helicopter, there's a close-up on his face, and he goes, we all work for the Decepticons now. And it pans away. <laughs> like, that was that line. We all work for the Decepticons now. And the problem was, you that line should have been unnecessary, but really wasn't unnecessary, because you have no idea what what the hell is going on <laughs> turns out he like wanted to work for the decepticons or was working for them i don't know but it was like the most confusing film i've ever watched that's probably a great movie the no alan tudyk ken jong john in malkovich what? dark buzz of the moon yeah buzz aldrin is in this movie playing himself <laughs> that's awesome i did not see any of those parts I saw, I think Alan Tudyk's in it. Yes, I did say his name. Did you? Yes. Yeah. He's cool. He's, I mean, he's not good in it because no one is, but like. I, I watched the fourth Transformers movie. Which one is it? I forget what it's called. Dead Men Tell No Tales. No. Uh, Goldfinger. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Shrek it was Age of Extinction. Sure. Is what this film is called. Okay. And. It is just a giant, terrible, shameless advertisement for ev for so many things, and it's just, it's absolutely incredible to watch. Like it's it seriously is just modern art mm -hmm. because there's nothing good happening. Like the plot, same exact thing. It's extremely confusing and impossible to follow. But and I I think I need to watch it again. <laughs> to, to really grasp everything that's going on but like there's just so many things flying by your face and they at one point they go to china it's either china or japan and <laughs> there are just like giant billboards everywhere and like just glaring advertisements for products and there's like a random ass um i think chinese pop star that appears on like in just a panning shot he's just like on a car on a like a shoreline with beautiful women by his side and it just pans over him as he's laying there and you can tell that they dropped it there because they have a specific audience in china that would appreciate that oh and my god like you can tell that this that michael bay just did every single thing possible to make as much money off of this movie as humanly possible and it's incredible to watch oh my god well and maybe we should do that with our realize. podcast like we should we should take a leaf out of his book and just start plugging some brands just like every other sentence or so just pepper them in you know like i'm right. enjoying a nice mid cafe right now it's keeping me going podcaster's choice you know, I was uh, I, I'm talking to you on my on my Mac, uh, my MacBook Pro. And uh, I was trying to call you on my iPhone 6S Plus earlier. And uh, yeah. I was uh, I was having some trouble. But I think that's probably my uh, my carrier and not not this glorious uh, yeah. piece of machinery. I mean, I've also uh, been having some problems. iPhone 6S Plus. Yeah, I've been having problems with my iPhone 6S as well. Uh -huh. But, you know, I just found out that I'm actually due for an update about to get that iPhone 7. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think all my problems will be over and uh, World Hunger will be solved. Probably. I think everyone mm -hmm. everyone's problems would probably go away if they if they kept... Um, if they all got the iPhone 7. Yeah, if everyone listening to this went out right now and bought an iPhone 7, I think everything so, would probably be good. Yeah. So let me ask you this, John. I'm about to mm -hmm. go out and spend a bunch of money of my own uh, hard-earned podcasting money on okay. the iPhone 7. What do you think I should get? Do you think I should get the uh, the iPhone 7 or the iPhone 7 Plus? And... Uh, and while while you're thinking about it, there's also some color options. That's right? true. Yeah, I could the, get gold, um, rose yep. gold, gold, silver, gold, silver, bold. Is black. There black. Yeah, there's some sort of steely, some sexy steely gray black color. Uh huh. There's a lot of options. You that know, it's almost too options. many options. I'm glad there aren't more options. Mm -hmm. I'm glad there are only four options of color of phone in this year of our Lord 2017. <laughs> so. I, I I'm having the exact same trouble actually trying to trying to pick this. Up. I don't I don't think I'll be any help 
Um, mm. But maybe you can help me pick some place to eat. Uh, there's mm. uh, around the corner. There's um, there's a Red Robin. How I could go Applebee's? to Applebee's. Applebee's is there's delicious. There's also and an the Applebee's down the road that I could go with. I think I might have to go with Applebee's. Mm-hmm. Because um, there's just so many options. You well, know? I mean, you could also go to Burger King where you could have it your way, you Ooh, know? They do let you have it your specific way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I'm looking for in a or restaurant get, you experience. Know, go to Wendy's, get some uh, you know, always fresh, never frozen beef. You know, oh, that hot beef so injection right. that you and there's so that, need. There's the four for four meal where you can get a sandwich, a drink. Uh, 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 some, oh, John! Uh, see, you've been out fries. of the states too long because now we're we're five for five at BK, <gasps> and also like a two for ten at Dairy Queen or something. I don't oh know. There's a God. lot of stuff going on. Yeah, got to get that DQ. That's too many deals. Yeah, it's so many deals. I wonder how many we could. Okay, That's well, incredible. I think this is like ear poison now. Like, it's no, no, I think it's really good. I, we mm-hmm. do need to move on. Uh, we have to talk about. We our haven't topic even gotten to the topic minutes. at all. Wow. Okay. Um, so we are we were, talking we about summer there. blockbusters. We're talking about summer blockbusters. There is a new Transformers coming out. Like there that is was, a Transformers. We were the last night. There. And I the last night with the K, last knight. Knight. The last knight. Uh, and I am Mark. very excited about it. Marky Mark is uh, he's returning to uh, his. His role as Cade uh, Yeager. What? That's his name. Okay. In the in the film. Sure. Um, but we're we're gonna talk about all the big summer movies. Um, yeah. We've got Transformers: The Last Night. We got Cars Three. We got Rough Night, which I don't even want to talk about. Captain Underpants, which I want. Oh my god, see I want to really see badly. it so bad. Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Oh my god, Five Rates of the Caribbean. Uh, Five Rits of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oh, see, I had the one. Mummy. Of the, the Mummy. And don't forget, the most important and my favoritist and the reason never to go see anything ever again mm-hmm. is Wonder Woman. W.W., the big Wonder double W. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. So really, I believe this title, the title of this episode should be How to... How to how to how to exclude all other summer blockbusters and just go see Wonder Woman again? Well, no, we're we're going. We're, it's it's how to pick a summer blockbuster, and the answer is Wonder Woman. Well, okay. I've chosen it for there, you. And there that is are the answer. situations where you should go to see Wonder Woman, uh, but there like, there's also some them. good films out this summer that that people need to know about and people need to know what situations they need to go see these films uh book of henry if you want to see a steaming pile of garbage on the screen okay so that's pretty good book of henry was like hilariously bad that's upsetting i don't even i don't think i've ever even heard of it if i saw Mm -hmm. a screen cap i'd probably recognize it 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 was i don't know it's not important because it was bad right sounds good let's not even talk about it Okay, cool. Let's not. We've got a lot of films that I'm planning on potentially talking about. So <laughs> I, it, to stray from our usual format, I thought that we would um, go through, read a short synopsis of the films we're going to talk about, and then I would go through, and I've got scenarios that people would be in, like uh, uh, scenarios that people would be deciding a movie in. Mm-hmm. And then we decide which summer blockbuster to apply to those to each particular situation. Okay. I almost want to just get rid of Rough Night entirely. Mm. Um, okay, so I have like a I have a qualm with with like uh, with Rough Night because I'm very frustrated because I love the writers of this movie who are mm-hmm. Abby Jacobson and Alana Glazer. Like I love them. Um, They're amazing. Are you sure? Yeah, it's from the writers of Broad City. It says screenplay by Paul W. Downs and Lucia Aniello. Oh, then never mind. Just fuck it then. Okay. Just absolutely. Because I don't like ScarJo anyways, right? Yeah. And I love Ilana Glazer. Uh-huh. But, like, she can be in some stinkers, you know? So, yes. like, she's just starting her career. She's figuring it out, you know? Did you know though that they that this exact movie is coming out 
twice this summer. Yeah, it, it, but a but a, a black version of it. Yes. So with, there is like they women in it. they are releasing the same exact movie twice. One is yeah. for white women and one is for black women. Yeah, and it's pretty shameless. Um, it is shameless, and also the one for black women looks way better. Like, Rough Night looks terrible Yeah. in comparison. Probably just because Queen Latifah is in the other one, but still. It also looks like it has more of a plot. Like, this one is like, oh, we killed a hooker. And then it looks like in the trailer that they didn't actually end up murdering him. So it's like not even, there's literally no stakes. Yeah, I just came across an article from ABC News uh, that says, Twin films hit theaters, Rough Night versus Girls Trip. Uh, but here's the kicker. The thumbnail is a picture of Lightning McQueen from the Cars films. Oh, okay. So maybe that is like the, the, so, okay. If you had to, if you had to choose Rough Night, Girls Trip, Cars 3, mm-hmm. what would you see? What, like, go. Well, so the differences I've found between Girls Trip and Rough Night is that Rough Night does involve a terrible murder in the heat of the night yeah Um, but i don't think it's a real murder john like like i said not even it's at (laughs) most manslaughter a male stripper does bite the dust at her bachelorette party and that is when craziness ensues yeah the night, the night of hard partying soon takes a hilariously dark turn when a male stripper accidentally dies at their beach house. Yeah, I do not care about this plot, like, literally no. at all. Nor like, should not you. Not even a little. The other group of girls goes to New Orleans, which mm-hmm. I think is a cooler setting for a movie. Yeah. And then they also just get shit-faced and go nuts. And I, ki- I actually, you know what? I, I would like to spend my hard-earned podcasting money on that movie, I think. Okay. If only to skew it away from Girls' Night, which is, like... Or rough night. Yeah. And then, I mean, so then you have Cars 3. Night, night. (laughs) Rough girls, night, night. Um, Out. Wait, what? What's it called? Trip night. I prefer prefer night, night. (laughs) Night, night. (laughs) Just night, night to movies in general. Night, night. Um, When it comes to Cars 3, that's just. I thought uh, Lightning McQueen died. uh, No, it's. Did people just lie to me and tell me that Lightning McQueen died yes. in the second one? And I just yeah. like accepted it. Uh, it's about Lightning McQueen uh, being like the old experienced racer who's being shown up by this young, uh, m- this young millennial car who thinks that he knows line. everything and who's entitled. Yeah, it's really just the writers okay. at Pixar who are bitter that young people are just better. Things than they are, and they're bitter about it, and want to complain. Where so they wrote a script about Incredibles two. That is the only thing I care about. Where is Incredibles two? I don't care about Cars. No, Cars sucked to begin with. It was like by far the worst Pixar movie, (sighs) and then they made a second and a third one. Where the fuck is Incredibles two? I just that is what the people want. Right. Like we have gone so past music time, by the way. Yeah, well, there's a good amount we can cut out before this. But it is music time. It is definitely but music time. So, so the musical guest this week is uh, Incredibles two. Mm-hmm. Just the whole film. Yes. So <laughs> we will be we will be screening the never before seen uh, Incredibles two. Just audio, 2. only the audio. Sorry, none of that yeah. amazing Pixar animated brilliance. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because the plot is so compelling. Yes. That you can just listen up. This episode is uh, five hours long, by the way. <laughs> yep. So uh, enjoy Incredibles 2. Just wanted to jump in really quick here to uh, give a proper introduction for this music guest, because usually when we're stupid and don't get a musical guest far enough in advance, then we kind of just drop in the song and don't give a proper introduction. But uh, the song you're about to hear is called Running Back by Daryl Ron, who's a dear friend of ours. And if you've been listening for a while, he was actually the first musical guest we ever had, I think, on our second or third episode. Um, so we're really excited to have him back. And um, the song you're about to hear, Running Back, is... Uh, a brand new release he's releasing it today the day that uh, i'm editing this and sending it out uh, on the internet uh and so uh, i'm really excited for you guys to hear it and also if you want to um watch the music video that came out along with it it's a really great music video uh, that has a bunch of my friends from school uh in it 
you can find that on his Facebook page if you just search Daryl Ron, D-A-R-R-Y-L-R-A-H-N on Facebook, you'll find it. And um, we'll also probably, maybe I'll post a link to the, the music video and a link to his Facebook uh, in the post. But uh, be looking out for it and please enjoy Running Back by Daryl Ron. I've been running in circles since the day I was born. Never quite learned how to let things lie. When the world is rejoicing, I find a way to mourn. Never quite learned how to say goodbye. You think by now I'd have stuck to something new. No matter what I do I always come running back Running back Running back to you I always come running back Running back Running back to you Now you're calling me over and we both know it's wrong But enough will never be enough When the party is dying down And the buzz is gone I mistake my loneliness for love One day I will ditch these warm I'm running back, running back, running back to you. Running back, running back, running back to you. Incredibles 2. Yes. If you'd like to see The Incredibles 2, please write those Caltech graduates mm-hmm. and say, hey, Pixar, get your shit together. I love Incredibles 2. Let's yep. do it. All right. So that was, we talked about Rough Night too much probably, so that's going to be the answer for, for none of my scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Transformers The Last Night. Humans are at war with the Transformers. Optimus Prime is gone. The key to saving the future lies buried in the secrets of the past and the hidden history of Transformers on Earth. Now, oh it's of the unlikely alliance of Cade Yeager, Mark Wahlberg, Bumblebee, and an English lord, or sorry, Bumblebee, an English lord who is played by Sir Anthony Hopkins. Oh, my God. <laughs> and an Oxford professor, Laura Haddock, to save the world. Good. Mm. Okay. Solid, solid. <laughs> I wonder incredible. if she's uh, foxy as hell. I wonder uh, if she's, like, really sexy. Like, she's a professor and all, but she's not dowdy at all, right? Like, she's banging. Right. 
You know, you have to tell me. Is she banging? I, do, I don't know. She must be banging. Hang on. If not, I'm I, not seeing it. Then we have Cars 3, which I explained is, is just the... Cars 3, feel angry, V. The screenwriters, Bob Peterson, Mike Rich, Keel Murray, just just whining nonstop about how millennials are taking over and they're mad about it. I mean, we are better at everything. Um, we have Wonder Woman. Before she was Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, she was Diana, princess of the Amazons, trained to be an unconquerable warrior. Raised and on just a sheltered like island paradise. The best. Diana meets an American pilot, Chris Pine, who tells her about the massive conflict that's raging in the outside world. Convinced that she can stop the threat, Diana leaves her home for the first time, fighting alongside men in a war to end all wars. She finally discovers her full powers and true destiny. Which yep. has gotten nothing but amazing reviews, and because it is nothing but like I had, it. it's not like I did not have problems with the movie, mm-hmm. like because I had my like little little bits where I was like mm, maybe not like the fact that she was like not just a gigantic lesbian was like pretty disappointing to me because I was like okay like why didn't you just stay on lesbian island forever and just like right. had your life like amazing no one needs Chris Pine like and she well, didn't they- he more needed her than she needed him. But like, still. Well, the Amazons—they're not lesbians. Oh, 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 John, oh, Johnny boy. <laughs> What's the deal with the Amazons? Because they have to—they have to reproduce. I thought that was a whole thing. Like, no, they, they don't, don't reproduce at all. They just—they're just alive. No, they're just immortal. Oh. Yeah, they—they they don't need men at all. Like they don't need. Do men. they need sex then? Are they even? They like... have sex with each other, John. Is that in the movie? Oh yeah. I mean, they don't show it, but like they talk about it. Lame. They were like, "Yeah, men aren't necessary." And then she's like, "Ooh, but Chris Pine is pretty much like a lady." And they're like, "Uh, yes." <laughs> in my head, that's how it happened. Anyways, people are the women in it are amazing, and it's just like the coolest thing I've ever seen. And they yeah. like cast a bunch of like she's amazing, and then they cast a bunch of like Olympians and athletes and like that's awesome. Famous like Instagram yoga models and shit like just buff women that's awesome to play these amazons and then they sent them to like boot camp for like a month and then they film the scene i can just imagine like all the male soldier extras because they have a a fight scene on the amazon island where men invade and i just Uh can imagine all those male extras just pooping their pants when they saw these women (laughs) (laughs) these legit buff monster women right and then just these like wimpy like extra dudes in Nazi uniforms, like right. amazing. Not Nazis, sorry. It was World War One they did, which I was appreciative of that they did mm-hmm. not go back to World War Two, because that is so, so played out. It's ridiculous. Right. Then we have Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. I. I'm into this. George Beard and Harold Hutchins are two overly imaginative pranksters who spend hours in Treehouse creating comic books. When their mean principal threatens to separate them into different classes, the mischievous boys accidentally hypnotize him into thinking that he's a ridiculously enthusiastic, incredibly dim-witted superhero named Captain Underpants, which just looks like a a great time had by all wholesome, good family fun. Yeah, it's, like, super exciting. And apparently, like, the original, like, comic writers of Captain Underpants are, like, just the coolest. Mm-hmm. And are just, like, very with it and hip to everything. And I'm I'm very, very excited for it. Right. And they say things like hip and with it. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Excuse the tapping because my brother is feeding the dogs. But, like, I'm, I imagine in, like, the noisiest way one could feed dogs. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead uh, Men Tell No Tales. Five, ba- five, five Rits of the Caribbean. The f- Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I have something to say about this. Is okay. that, uh, you know, uh, Orlando Bloom is back. And so is Keira Knightley. Are they? They are. Are you but sure? But the thing is, they are. Holy shit, they are. All grown up. Right. They've actually right. aged them more than they are old. Right. For this movie, because it's all about their son, who, if you recall, was like born oh. in one of the movies. But he's now like 20 years old and is trying to free his papa, Orlando Bloom. But the problem is the age difference between these actors is actually just 12 years. Oh. Like Orlando Bloom is twelve years older than this boy who's playing his son. So it's it's sort of the opposite situation from the Hobbit movies that came out, where they had to youngify Mr. Orlando Bloom 
to make him seem younger than the man playing his father, who was actually, I think, two years younger than him. Uh, maybe. I believe that was the thing. Amazing what we're doing in cinema now. Yeah, it's really incredible what we can accomplish. Yeah, if we just stop caring about anything. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, So this film, uh, thrust into an all-new adventure, a down-on-his-luck Captain Jack Sparrow feels the winds of ill fortune blowing even more strongly when deadly ghost sailors, led by his old nemesis, the evil Captain Salazar, escape from the Devil's Triangle. Salazar Slytherin, the the founder of Slytherin House. Jack's only hope of survival lies in seeking out the legendary trident of Poseidon. This is, like, so off the rails. <laughs> but to find it, he must forge an uneasy alliance with a brilliant and beautiful astronomer and a headstrong young man in the British Navy. So Jesus. I wonder if that astrono- astronomer is a lady, seeing as they, they call them it's brilliant the young and girl. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't care about that movie, like, even a little. I just... I'm down to see Javier Bardem in any situation for the most part. I am really not interested. I actually read the review for this film because I just wanted to see how, and it was. The guy was like, it was long. And it <laughs> felt long. Like, And I was like, okay, that's all I need to know because I got to pee like all the time in movies and I'm not into that. Like, I saw some long movies recently that just did not feel long at all. Right. And that was Wonder Woman. It was amazing. <laughs> Christopher Orr from The Atlantic says, During the finale, as Bardem Salazar makes a final mortal speech, he bellows, This is where the tale ends. <laughs> please, <laughs> please, please let it be so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean 5, no one cares about Jack Sparrow anymore. Just please let him die. Like, Honestly, I though, really like, hate the- Jack Sparrow. Like, I hate him. What? It's all, it's all those steampunk bitches that made him, like, a big deal. When no one really cared about him at all. No, it's impossible not to like Jack Sparrow. Kira Knightley in the third film, when she becomes a pirate king, that's what I was there for. And when they made her go away and just be a fucking breeder and like have babies, it's when I I lost interest. I was like, nah, never mind. I don't care about this anymore. Just give me more pirate king fucking beautiful Kira Knightley. That's all I want. It's all anyone wants. It's what the world wants, John. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I disagree. I I think that... I, I mean, your your point about them making Keira Knightley badass and then completely throwing that character plotline away, I agree with. But I think it's kind of impossible to really dislike Captain Jack Sparrow. It's a great character that Johnny Depp really does pretty well. Yeah, but um, then to build a franchise around him, because like, yeah, it's like, stupid. For me, like the three movies was just like Elizabeth Swan is getting more badass. Like, yeah, she's a badass to begin with, and then she just gets more and more and more badass, and she sort of like tows her little boyfriend along because you know everyone needs sex slaves. Right. And then like then they just like uh, get rid of her. That was hard. That was rough. Okay. <laughs> Continue. <Sorry. laughs> my tummy hurts. I just chugged coffee with like, no food <laughs> on my stomach. I don't know. I would see it just for, uh, I, I like those shots in the trailers of the, like the evil dead, pirates. It it looks very cool. Oh, okay. I, I would be excited to see how they how that went all together. All right. Um, so I want to talk the mummy next. Yes, that is. So that's the last one on our list. Tom Cruise. I feel like okay, we're so missing something. I feel like we're missing uh, good movies. Because uh, these yeah. seem to be all really bad movies. You're except for Wonder not, Woman. You're not wrong. Uh, okay, Maya, like, stop it, <laughs> though. Like, Nick like Morton. notice what you're doing and stop. Nick Morton is a soldier of fortune who plunders ancient sites for timeless artifacts and sells them to the highest bidder. When Nick okay, and his partner... Okay, is this the same guy as The Mummy with Brandon Fraser? No. Okay, so they are not replacing Brandon Fraser with Tom Cruise. No. This is also a different it, thing. Also, it's Brandon, but it's fine. Um, when Nick and his partner come, come under attack in the Middle East, the ensuing battle accidentally unearths um, Amonet, a betrayed Egyptian princess who was entombed under the desert for, a thousand, for thousands of years. With her powers constantly evolving, Morton must now stop the resurrected monster as she embarks on a furious rampage through the streets of London. Huh. Are they going to make... Tom Cruise doesn't have a British accent, does he? I don't think I don't he does. I don't think so. No, I he spoke in so. the trailer. I don't think he did. That would okay. be rough. 
Yeah, that would be. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's rough anyways, but. Yeah, this got a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like, so bad. Like, so bad, which is so sad because, like, the mummy, the Brendan, excuse me, Brandon, Brendan. The, the Brendan mummy? Brendan Fraser The mummy, mummy Brendan edition? The mummy with Brendan mm-hmm. is uh, amazing. Okay. And they should have never tried to remake it with anyone else. Like, that guy was great. Right. And I think he's ugly and fat and bald now, but he was hunky. It's po- I haven't, I don't think I've, has he done anything? I don't think so because he's ugly so. and fat and bald, but he was a hunky, <laughs> hunky, funny boy. Uh-huh. And I really appreciated him for that. Yeah. All yeah. right. So those are our summer blockbusters. So now we need situations in which to see these. Okay. There's obvious, like, okay, there's a date. You could you need to decide what movie to see on your date, like whether it's the first date or whatever. There's your if you're taking your well, kids to see a movie. Well, don't take your date to Wonder Woman because they'll just like leave you for a lady. Right, they'll sure. Be like no, no one, no one is better than Gal Gadot. I saw that. I I did was I took in some culture in Charleston, South Carolina recently. Mm-hmm. I went to see Waiting for Godot, and I know the answer now. There we were waiting for Gal Gadot. We were waiting like, for Gal Gadot, right? We were waiting for Gal Gadot. Um, and she's here now and that play is pointless now. Right. Uh, if you're taking your kids, how old are your kids? Uh, that depends if you, are you going with a friend or a family member? Are you just like going out with a bunch of friends or if you're like, we go out to movies with our dads whenever there's a new superhero. I mean, I saw Wonder Woman with, with my dads. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) It was a wonderful With my two dads. But I'm pretty sure we were both just like trying to hide how like uncomfortable like, happy we were with the amazon right. situation like both of us were like okay yeah <laughs> right but we're also sitting next to each other so it's a little uncomfortable but it was also awesome um so those are like your your regular average scenarios for mm-hmm. seeing a movie i've got a couple different ones though that i think i i want to hear your opinion on wait did we talk guardians of the galaxy because that was like sort of the number one guardians first. 2 it was a great that was great a summer blockbuster wasn't it uh, I don't know if we can consider it is still out in theaters, but it came out a while ago. It came out summer though. May. Yeah, I guess you can call that summer. Yeah. Okay. Still Wonder Woman like trounced it. <clears throat> right. It was like it was cutesy. It was pretty. Um, it was a big dick joke. You're it right. It was a giant dick joke. It and it was a hilarious dick joke, and I love that they did like honestly, I loved Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I thought it was a really, really great film because they... Soundtrack's still on point. Soundtrack was still on point and they didn't just try to make like a sequel to the other one. Like they changed the format entirely and made it just a super weird I think they were still like relying on callbacks though. Which is what... I mean, the super weird shit is what is... James Gunn is... Yeah. Like, that's his whole deal, and I think it worked spectacularly. But I mean, it was I'd, uncomfortable, for sure. Yeah. Um, so there's some strange scenarios, and I guess you can throw in, uh, if you think that Guardians is the answer, you can you can say that. But, uh, okay, Emily. Yeah. There's a gun to your head, and you oh have to pick the 2017 summer blockbuster with the most shots of aquatic life. Uh, gun to my head? Yep. Are they gonna Most shots of aquatic life? Oh, yep. the fucking uh, pirates. That's correct. Yeah, because apparently uh, now, like uh, Orlando Bloom's got tentacle face. Like, yeah. Well, I so mean, every see, shot of replaced, him would be like a quiet. He replaced life. Davy Jones. He replaced Davy was... Jones, but Davy Jones didn't he only? He was like a normal looking dude until he like broke us like a a contract. Yeah, that's what I don't get. That's what I don't get. Con- yeah, like, but the contract. He was... had to. Okay, no, the contract is because I actually watched these films. Um, not, not five rits, but like the contract was he was supposed to start fairy in the dead and he didn't want to do it anymore. So then he started getting tentacly. Oh, but like then when Orlando Bloom took over, he was like, yo, I'm going to do my job right. I'm going to be a good Davy Jones and I'm a like fucking fairy souls. So at some point this means that he stopped doing his job and he could only last like 12 years. Yeah, he did a bad job. (laughs) 12 years. Like he has this. He's very weak of will. Like he's mm-hmm. weak willed. He can't handle weak even willed. twelve years. Will Will, will turn Bill Turner. Bo- bootstraps. Bootstrap Bill will Bill weak, bootstrap Bill weak Turner. will turner. Yeah. Just um, silly Billy. 
he can't even last 12 years and now he's got a tentacle face like you knew what happened when you broke this bond right uh when i wrote that uh suggestion i i forgot that pirates was so i thought there would be a funnier nope so that's on me yep um, go next thing you're on a plane sure so like just regular like you need to decide what movie to watch on a plane oh that would be just a- kidding for the oh. woman giving birth who's a major cinephile and wants to give birth to the summer blockbuster with the best long shots. I mean, that's still Wonder Woman. Like, Does it have a lot of long shots? Yeah, because she's got to jump way up in the air. A lot. What? No, that... What? <laughs> that's a long, long shot. Is? Yes, I do know what a long shot is. A shot from far away. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what a long shot is, homie. No. No, I promise you that is what a long shot is. You're thinking like uncut scenes. That's a long shot. That's not a long shot. That's what a long shot is. No, dude, it isn't. Best long shot. Okay, long shot Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm right. And you're just really, you're going to be salty about it. Okay, it's called a long take. Okay, but a long shot is far away. No, it's just a wide angle shot. Anyways, anyways, it's not just you want to talk about shooting uncut. something from far away. I still am going to say, well, no, Wonder Woman cuts every two seconds, but I have not seen any other films, and I'm pretty sure none of them have those sweet, sweet long shots. Maybe Book of Henry, because it's just a giant bore, <laughs> but I'm going to say Spectre. So there. Spectre? Not a good movie. Not a summer blockbuster from this year. No. But it what did was have that, that the James, excellent, the most recent excellent long 007 take. 007 movie? Yes. That is not one of our options. When it's like fucking Dia de los Muertos and he's just going and it's it's uncut for like five minutes and it's incredible. Yeah, it was a it's great long awesome shot. scene. Okay, next. But if, if you were going to go for like one that isn't a summer blockbuster, but one that was like more recent. Why wouldn't you go with um, La La Land? Because I didn't see La La Land out of my disgust for everything that movie represents. What? I did not. I was not interested in seeing La La Land even it's a, a little. It's a good movie. No, it's not. It's a it's a movie designed. How do you know to be you didn't see it? Because I know these things, John. I just watched it on the plane from Paris. Yeah, and you were all like fucking. It's a good movie. I hopped up on uh, wine and croissants. I don't know what to tell you. No, I I don't think that you have any right to cast judgment on this film that you haven't seen. Okay, okay. Next is what? No, I want to talk about this. <laughs> I want to move on because I have you, to go to work and we have to end this episode. What do you have against La La Land? It, uh, like, look, granted, it was not the most fabulous movie ever. It's a love ever. letter to everything that Hollywood is. And it's just like Hollywood is not great. It super isn't, know? though. It like... Okay, cool. Then I don't know anything about this movie, but I yes. still want to see it because I don't think Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are like the tits. So I I disapprove of of this line of thinking. I'm sorry you disapprove, but like that's how I think about it and I just want to watch Wonder Woman again. That's like I mean, that's valid. Like people freaked out about La La Land and was were trying to say that it was the greatest movie ever made. It's not by a long shot. It is. <laughs> uh, it was, but it was a solid movie. It felt good to watch. It made me happy. Sure. Okay. Next. Um. Okay. Next. We one. got time for one more before we wrap this. All right. Boy. You've discovered a severely endangered species in Thailand, and you need to get them to mate. You discovered that they react very positively to cinema. What summer blockbuster do you show them to make them get it on? Okay. Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. I w- I don't think you're taking the other films into consideration. I don't think you're taking this very seriously. Remember what they are, honestly. Um Transformers, like what if they well, they would be terrified, okay? Would they be? Pirates of the Caribbean maybe might have some love scenes in it. Book of Henry is just sadness and child abuse, I'm pretty sure. Mhm. Wonder Woman is sexy as hell. So, yeah, Wonder Woman. Cars 3, are you telling me that would arouse, like, endangered possums? Because... Uh, What I'm trying to say is that the answer was Captain Underpants. Ew. I mean, look. (laughs) 
I don't make the rules. I mean, but you do though. I no, no. This is real life, Emily. Oh my god. You discovered a new species of marsupial. Okay, cool. This was really fun. Um, what do we normally talk about? Our musical guest this week was Daryl Ram. Not The Incredibles 2. It was not Incredibles 2, It was a wonderful and talented artist. Daryl Ram. We will uh, link to their work in our description. As always, we'll tag them on Facebook as well. Thank you so much for submitting your music. Daryl Ram. If you uh, would uh, like to send us a suggestion or a musical something, if you do that sort of thing, it's got to be original. You have to have a clear MP3 of it. Please submit it to downtimesubs at gmail.com. We'd really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We'd also super appreciate it if people would go on iTunes, not Facebook, iTunes, and please rate our podcast. If you're listening, we really, really need those ratings and reviews, especially in order to be seen by a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can. I mean, go, I don't need it. I mean, I do care a lot. Anyway. Uh, thanks to Ethan yeah, Gustafson for the use of his music for our intro and outro theme. Uh, if you want to hear more from Ethan, you can find more uh, work from him at EthanGustafson.com. Uh, we'd also like to thank audible.com for being our sponsor every week. Um, if you want to start your free 30 day trial to audible's audiobook service, you can go to audibletrial.com slash downtime for, uh, just a huge array of uh, great audiobooks. Yeah. And we've said them so many times. Yeah. Let's so not it's, say them yeah, anymore. it's fine. Thank you. Audible again, go to audibletrial.com slash downtime to start your free 30 day trial. All right. I think that is, that's everything, right? Yep. Reviews, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. My name is Bert Wonderstone. No. My name oh, Jesus. is Emily Downey. And my name is... I wanted to do a funny name, too. No, no. Sorry, it's just for me. That was my name. Oh, Cool. Do I say it now? You didn't yep. say your name. Okay, cool. Uh, Al Roker, I'll fight you. Thanks, guys. So I see you again, John. I have to go to work now. Goodbye. Okay, bye.